However, <laughs> Dude, how many times have you done this, Mog? <laughs> I think I've, I think I messed it up about three times. Let <laughs> me say three to three Not, to four to five. 90, 93 episodes isn't enough, practice Is this ninety three? Jesus Christ! Oh, is this ninety two? Ninety three. Ninety three. Fuck no. Well, with that. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 93 of the Coffee Club Podcast and today something very huge for the boys, for the show, for Gus. First off, Gus is finally joining us after a long hiatus. I think it was probably, I don't know, 10 episodes or something. (laughs) I think it was before you guys went to Europe. Since you guys have been back, it's been too hot and Gus has been passed out on the floor every single episode that we film. So Gus is back today, everyone. Rating's really taken a dive. <laughs> the CEO wasn't on a business trip. He was on more of a personal leave. Uh, the heat was getting to him a little bit, so he was trying to spend some more time cooler. But he needed some personal time. It was just all too much. So Gus is back today, <laughs> some I'm paid sure. paid time off. Yeah. Everyone is very excited for that. But finally for us, we have our first real sponsor. Mm. And I say that. With no offense to Hearst Ham's Beans. <laughs> Shout out to Hearst Ham Beans. I forgot about that little deal. Dude, we, we started did so hot. That was like episode three. Yeah, it was like really early. It was like it was like outrageously yeah. early. I mean that for anyone who doesn't remember I don't know if many people do, but <laughs> our old roommate's dad, pretty high up at a beans company, so he sponsored an episode as a joke mostly. Yeah. Zach Zach Tonato is a former Wisconsin teammate. Um, goes to Colorado University Law School. He's yeah. He kind of said, "Hey, just it was just a joke. And, it was just yeah. a joke." And, and we, we wore, wore the gear to. as well. But we have a very very real sponsor now, Camelback, which is pretty sick. Uh, I've been like we've been talking to them for quite a while actually. Mm-hmm. Lead into this, I think you guys know how we are. Like we're fine with selling out, but we want to sell out <laughs> to the right people. It no, has no, to no. be the right people. More, more, more cashing in. Sorry. Right. We're not selling out, we're cashing in, bro. <laughs> we're fine, we're cashing in for the right people. And we're getting a very good vibe from Camelback, so we're like, yeah, let's do it. And finally, the month of July, maybe for Infinity, they're sponsoring us. And we don't have much official stuff to say. We do have like an ad read, kind of, but in classic Coffee Club form. Probably not going to read it word for word, but I will <laughs> tell you guys something very cool. They are offering 20% off. If you go to their website through the month of July, just use the code Coffee Club, no space, all caps at checkout. Put it up on the screen for you guys. Twenty uh, percent off. It's can we pretty- can we use it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to use it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like it's summertime, things are heating up. Need a water bottle. I was scrolling through their website. They got some very fun products on there. They got because okay, I don't know if you guys know kind of the history of Camelback. I certainly don't. <laughs> but my first interaction with Camelback is, you know, like the backpacks. Yeah. Well, you yeah. have, I guess it's called a Camelback. Well, I don't know if it probably has a different Well, name. this is the question I had was like, where are the camels? Because I, I haven't seen any camels, uh, you know, for sale on their website. But then, <laughs> I, I do remember seeing the backpack and the water bottles. And then I started to figure out what the name actually really stood for. It all makes sense. Yeah. Because I thought we we're getting a camel. I thought a camel was coming on the podcast. Gus would not have been happy Gus, about Gus that. would have been... Guys, I'm interested in seeing a camel just hanging out here. That would not um, have gone representing well. Camelback, but the backpacks was the first kind of introduction yeah. I had to them. See, I want to call it something else apart from Camelback because I'm sure it has a different name, and they're just they're just the biggest company because I think there's like a thing in business where this is like going on such a stupid tangent. If you have a product where like the product 
becomes so known for the brand, you can lose your trademark on that name. Does that make sense what I'm saying? So I'm trying to think of an example. Let's say cling wrap. You know cling wrap? Yeah. Mm. Wait, you're talking about when when something when the brand gets so big that everything that's made like that is yeah. named after the brand? People start to think that yeah, that's just us, what that's the like, item is called. For us that would be like jandals. Or like what do you guys call them? Thongs. I'm Thongs. pretty sure that was like a brand. That was a brand at one point. And became like flip flops. Yeah, so then the brand like the brand loses its trademark on the name, which is really bad. Like they don't want that to happen. So brands will fight hard. Like they want to be as big as possible, but they don't want to be known as like the actual item because then they they lose their trademark on Dude, it. Dude, like Esky. Is that a brand? Yeah, as well? that's a brand as well. Yeah. 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 So now, now now I know what you mean now. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Hopefully, like hopefully they're not still a brand because then they're a competitor to yeah. the current ad read that we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> But with that said, um, yeah, go check out. Hopefully they're not getting, I don't know what the bags are called, but go check out Countback. They have so much cool stuff like that on their website. And 20% off. I mean, you guys all need water bottles. We need water bottles. Like mm. we lose them all the time. We get some new ones. Got some, they have great water bottles. They have a lot of other hydration solutions. I think that's what you're meant to call them. So it's just very cool. And we'll be doing some fun stuff with them throughout the month and um it'd be yeah. great for hiking too because if you get like attacked by something that's a good device to defend yourself a good weapon yeah. i think this is the i'm not sure what size this is but i think let's just call it 48 the big camel <laughs> do you think this is 48 ounces uh i'm gonna say 32 32 i think if you were <laughs> it's, about, it's about the size of Gus's bottle. If you were looking in a U3P on the bottom, <laughs> so I put a sticker on the bottom of it to cover up. But if you're looking to also use it as a weapon, I think I would recommend going between 32 and 60. Yeah, I don't think anything under 32 ounces. will help you on a hike if you get attacked by you any wildlife. At least that, and then you'll be safe. You'll be ready to go. Yeah, you but, won't need to bring anything else except for a Camelback water bottle. So, yeah, perfect I mean, timing for the summer. <laughs> Yeah, go go buy some comebacks. It'll help us out as well. It'll make us look better if you use our code, mm. which... It also helps your wallet 20% off. <laughs> it does. And they, I'm just looking through right now. I mean, we have to do this ad read like every single episode for this month. So I don't want to like use up all the good facts. Yeah. But the current cool fact today is that the brand started with a bike athlete who took a tube sock, IV bag slash drip and water... And used it as an impromptu hydration thingy, a camelback, if you will, mm. for a 150-mile race wow. across Texas. Damn. So we're, just, we're part of brands that Genius. just start to create little innovations. Innovative. So, yeah, check them out. Don't buy any other water bottle company. Um, just buy those <laughs> ones. And that is our camelback ad read, which I think went for way longer than 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys enjoyed that. And the only other opening of the show type thing i'll say is merch one week one week yeah that goes week one week week. one week countdown starts today so we'll start posting a shit ton about that and flood your feeds with fun stuff but one week get those get those wallets ready i mean spend a little bit on camelback and but keep just like a little bit left over just a little bit (laughs) bit. as well so no no eating out this week (laughs) (laughs) no door dashing no no door dashing yeah 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 no door dashing only sweet greens only sweet greens (laughs) What? I did this. I did this little thing. Ollie pranked me this I morning. Pranked, I pranked Morgan this morning. Is this another like, ad read? It's not. It's, I am not sponsored by Sweet Greens, but I was coming home and I was like, "Hey, Morgan, do you want some Sweet Greens?" I knew his response because he was already making food in the kitchen. And he's like, "Nah, I'm good, bro. Cheers." I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna order some Sweet Greens." And then I, I went in the door dash, boop, 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 
uh, ordered my food. And then like 10 minutes later, it came to the door and I was like, whoa, this is a sweet greens. And I pulled out some McDonald's. And was like, what? McDonald's. I was like, oh, well, I just get it. I guess I'll eat it anyway. I don't want this to get cold. So, um, the classic prank. The, the, classic the prank. order must have got like They, they, they messed up my way. order or something. They just, they went to McDonald's. Instead of I think greens. they make food in the same kitchen. Yeah. So it's like really easy. Just <laughs> calorie, they calorie and health intake. All the same, yeah. really. So. They're equivalents. Yeah. There's no difference. Anyway, another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the big story in Coffee Club land this week is Mr. George Beamish finishing fourth in the Stockholm Diamond League. So without further ado, how about we get into a little recap of that? We talked about last week how George got the call up on very short notice to make the trip hop across the pond back to Europe. And we did the podcast and the next day, away he went. Yeah, the, the timing was ridiculous in that I'm already back in time for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, actually. What the hell? I didn't think you were going to be back soon. Yeah, to be honest, I was not thinking you'd be here. <laughs> As I, I got back yesterday, and Morgz, first thing Morgz says is like, dude, I don't think I don't think Ritz knows you came, you came back. Ritz had no idea you were coming back. Like, because we were talking to him at, at training that morning, and like we asked him, and he's like, yeah, I think he might be doing more races in Europe, yeah. so I think he's probably just still there. <laughs> I was I mean, already, by that point, I was like already yeah. probably like halfway to Denver. Yeah, exactly. Good um, God, man, he's already here. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! He's also just got a lot on his plate because he's already gone to Eugene, so I haven't mm. seen him. But I finally texted him today, and I was like, just oh. you know, for he, the record, he, he texted him. He's like, you should be in bed. It's, it's like three a.m. in Europe. Yeah, for the record, uh, I'm back in Boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, lovely few days in Stockholm. Went on. Wednesday night, I think. Um, got there in time for a beautiful late night uh, run along the water. Put a little bit on my my Strava there. You, I'm sure you know from Oslo, it stays light. Oh yeah, just insanely. I was, was going to say you, would, you there, wouldn't have issues crazy. not seeing anything. Um, and yeah, beautiful first day. Unfortunately, it then um, post pre meet rained for the next like 48 hours <clears throat> up until I left. So. That was a bit of a bummer, but had a lovely um, coffee and pastry mm. at a at Comet Coffee Roasters, I think it's called. Were they fans of the pod? Do they, they come, oh, that's George Beamish. You know, I reckon Common Coffee Roasters is a very common name. I feel like No, it was like that. Comet. Oh, Comet? Comet. I think, like K-O-M-E-T. Let me say less common. Yeah. Less yeah. Common. Less common. They had like... They were fans of the pod though, right? Um, they gave you free coffee? Must have been. Yeah. <laughs> George Beamish in a coffee shop. Dude, I don't, I don't post... A lot of food on my Instagram. I don't post a lot on my Instagram in general, but the I couldn't. The pastries, dude, mm. were like I swear they were like painted on. It was I think wild. it was gnarly. That had so many twists and like layers to it. Yeah, it blew Someone my mind. Someone must have been folding that all night. Dude, I don't know what was going on there, but um, yeah, lovely, lovely coffee and pastry. Got uh, went for a couple of bike rides with uh, parsnips, and yeah, what else can I tell you? There's, a, there's nice running actually. Really? Yeah. Went like, for a nice jog with Luis and Soft Surface? Yeah, heaps of gravel. Nice. Like just out of the city. Love to hear that. Big forest right next to the track. Um, Dude, three worlds collide, man. You had tin foil, you had the Mike Smith fan club, and then you had um the Dathan Ritzy Ritzy Hines mm. all together. That'd have been a cool little conversation down the river. That's a collaboration. That's a collaboration. Really Imagine the merch on that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh um our man our man Jordan Donnelly was on the ground in Stockholm very much so fighting his way through the buffet <laughs> <laughs> he actually got real meal tickets this oh time. really well wow. yeah I, he was uh, 
I got to the check-in thing and they were like, like to get my credential and stuff. Mm. And they were like, yeah, so it looks like um, you've got a coach coming. And I was like, mm, I not that so. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's, it's probably like somehow Jordan's like got his name down yeah. for this. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 he's coming on Saturday. I wouldn't <laughs> hold it behind Ritz and go, I, I can make it three hours. I can make it. I'll give him a United flight. I, I could see Ritz trying to make it yeah, there. He, he would have probably if he had more notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Donnelly was on the coaching credential. Yeah, big big thanks to Jordan for uh, the help over the weekend. Just classic Jordan there for there for whatever you need. Yeah, he's good. He's good at the meets, man. He gets you yeah. gets you ready, gets you fired up, yeah. and uh, looks after you. So had the rain jackets and the the yoga mats out at the warm ups. And was uh, there a tent involved? He bought a tent. Yeah, I heard about a tent, <laughs> but that was like in case um, there wasn't like cover at the warm ups because it was just a torrential like rainstorm. But it was like inside a hockey like the warm-up area was a was a hockey rink really without the ice (laughs) what a shame yeah so um where do we get to by the race i guess yeah i think it's time to get in the race yeah into it Um, stop with the four player let's get in i know i know i know yeah happy to come away with fourth i mean i feel like you gotta be gotta be pretty satisfied with with top three or four in, in any diamond league and especially first diamond league steeple um can't be too unhappy to come away with with fourth place and i thought um i thought it was it was probably realistic going into it i thought um you know albacali hasn't been apparently hasn't been beaten since like 2021 in the steeple um so that was you know that's quite a high level and then i think wiley's got a medal or two and um yeah, he, he's always pretty consistent. But I thought, you know, after those two, um, the field the field looked pretty pretty open. And I thought, you know, on a on an incredible day, um, then then top three would have been would have been realistic. And and to come away with fourth is pretty happy with that. Um, obviously, a little frustrated to to be stuck running eight seventeen. Still, would have loved to to get the Olympic standard on. On day two of the window, would have been nice to just. Yeah, take I didn't that realize. Off. I didn't realize the Olympic. It's pretty crazy, huh? Was open. Yeah, July first this year. That would have been amazing. Bye. So, um, yeah, that would have been nice, but um, yeah, it wasn't to be for for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it was a crazy race to watch, mm, just for really? a couple of reasons. Well, it was the most like spread out I've ever seen, like a diamond league race. It was just because the pace was so hot, and then there was the conditions, which we should mention the conditions. I mean, you already mentioned how much it was raining. Was it still raining by the time you raced, or was it just really wet? It had like just just started to to stop, maybe mm-hmm. like as we were leaving. When I left the warm up area, it was like still raining a bit, and then by the time we walked onto the track, it like kind of just stopped. So. Um, that was that was pretty nice. So at least it, like the rain wasn't coming down, but it had just been raining for the last like eight hours, probably. Still windy. On the track. It did look, it was windy too, right? It was, yeah, yeah. yeah it it the was. Conditions weren't great. Definitely not, um, not perfect. I mean, probably worse for, um, like events like the high jump. I know Hamish, Hamish Kerr, shout out, won Kiwi, Kiwi getting the dub. Nice, high nice little diamond league win. Said it was the worst high jump conditions he'd, he'd ever jumped in, like. Obviously, you don't want to be doing high jump in the cold and and wet. And they jumped like ten centimeters lower than than they probably could have. And then, did you see what's happening in the pole vault? I know that 
they were just doing the pole vault after the meet was over. So I think the pole vault was always planned to be the grand finale because of... Because it was Mondo. Because of Mondo. Yeah. But because of the weather, like the pole vault takes like six hours anyway. Because of the weather, they couldn't put the bar back up. Like because the system they have... It blowing off or yeah, what? Yeah, it kept like just falling off because of the, the rain and the wind. Because, yeah, the system they have is just literally just like two poles like you have to pick it up it's very like kind of like archaic almost like <laughs> and it just kept falling off so they just had to wait ages and all the all the pole were just getting pissed because they just had to sit there in the cold yeah so, yeah. yeah that sounds pretty miserable but it um, gives mondo time to like do backflips and kiss his girlfriend so it's true it's still, it's still, probably, pl- got a it's still ki- probably got a lot of kisses in yeah it's still, still a plus you know still get some entertainment value out of there but then yeah in your race as well then it went out in was it 239 or 240 first k for the leaders Probably. Albuquerque asked for 239 and then I think he just got out there and was like, oh, fuck this. It sucks. <laughs> first K <laughs> and didn't really so go quick. for it. Like so he was back in like, he was back with me over the first K, I think. Yeah. Um, so it was like just such a weird race to watch. They need a split screen for your race. That's like the time when they could have the split screen. I heard they threw, showed a bunch of discus. They did show a bunch but of discus. But the, uh, the discus world champ is Swedish, so... Uh, okay. um, that's probably makes that makes more sense. Yeah, we were probably a good reason. frustrated. Because it's like 3K, 3K steeples, like it's eight minutes it's not really long it's not very long it's not like a 10k where you have half an hour you know so like when they do the discus stuff in the middle of a race it's like there could be crucial things happening here Mm -hmm. that we're not seeing which is yeah but you know you're trying to show all the elements of track and um because it was so wet though i was i was actually pretty uh i was pretty intimidated like about doing a water jump with like a wet barrier yeah that That was um that was freaking me out a little bit before it and it was one of those it was like a slick water barrier like just just like, like paint. slick painted wood yeah not like like some water barriers have like a nice layer of mondo on top mm-hmm. which extra grip yeah just seems a lot easier to like roll your foot on and like seems a lot grippier especially when the the bottom of the spike is like quite a lot of plastic and this one was just like perfectly shiny wood completely soaked in water so that was once I got like going, didn't really think about it, and and it was it was mostly fine. But um, that was yeah, that was a little bit intimidating mm-hmm. beforehand. I was like, as someone who hasn't done that many already, I was like, fuck, I really don't want to do a steeple in the rain. <laughs> yeah, that'd um, be intimidating. And you have to get off the list. Yeah, you've experienced it. And yeah, got out kind of mid pack, and and then worked my way up a bit, and. And kind of um, was probably on on eight fifteen pace or so for for half the race, and then um, the light started to get away a bit. I got behind Avonash for a while. Oh yeah, so, who trains in Colorado Springs? The who's Commonwealth champ actually, and and eight eleven guy. So I kind of thought um, he would he would kind of pull us along a little bit, um, but after kind of a lap or two behind him i was like shit i i'm gonna run 825 if i sit back here so um then kind of had to run went around and and probably ran the last ko 800 kind of on my own with um like i actually didn't realize how close i got to the guy came third ended up running 816 so mm-hmm. was closing on those guys and um yeah i mean oh we probably ran 809 he can probably run 755 on a good day so yeah um can't can't seem to catch a break with these dying conditions but no happy to just have a good race and um good for good for the ranking i think 
That's going to be amazing for the ranking fourth in a diamond yeah. league. And a solid time. It's still like a solid time. It's not what you want it, but it's still a very solid time. So I think it's at a pretty great performance. My yeah. question is, Monaco. Is it steeple, right? That'd be nice, huh? Yeah. So maybe, you know. Yeah. The gods, I mean, if the gods allow, <laughs> the track gods, there's another opportunity there. I mean, I, I've heard Monaco. I, I've heard rumors Monaco is a fast track. So <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad one to run a steeple in, I imagine. And the yeah. weather seems to be quite nice there too. It's where all the, uh, you know, cyclists and F1 drivers live. So it'd be nice to hang out with them, grab a coffee and run a nice mm-hmm. fast steeple. So who yeah. knows? We'll see. I think the, the reason Ritz thought I was maybe staying is I think either almost got in or got into the Poland steeple in a couple of weeks um, at Silesia. I don't know if I was confirmed, but I was either like next on the list or something and it was pretty likely. But it just seemed a bit close and felt like I needed to do some training finally come back home. Um, you have to come back for the podcast so like mm-hmm. you to come back to the pod restra- exactly. there's restraints here like the you, you, have, you have <laughs> Gus wrote a contract and you have to fulfill it otherwise you know he wouldn't be here supervising but then Monaco's a week later and that's the last steeple before Worlds last time they see before Worlds and I'm not sure how likely that is to get into it mm, yeah, um, but yeah but you never know and, mm. and that would be yeah probably too good, too good an opportunity to turn down Plus, Worlds as well, you have, you know, steeples there. So the nice thing is, <laughs> there's more steeples coming. And, and it's, it's, you know, you can run. Hopefully, not all those steeples are going to be bad conditions. So Yeah, I would predict that Worlds is going to be really, really fast. Yeah, I think if you're in that Worlds race, it's just going to be a nice place to, to tag along and have a, you know, yeah. nice I know, it was, last year, it was, it was really slow, but I'd be surprised if it was like that again. You keep racing them, man. It's... it's uh... It's going to happen, so... Mm-hmm. I think it's the kind of thing, like, now I've run between 8.17 and 8.20 four times, which is a bit annoying, but I feel like that's a... You know, none of them have been that hard, and I just haven't, like, been able to find the rhythm to run 10 seconds faster, but I think, I think like, just keep keeping having a crack at, at that kind of time, and then I think, I think one will... You'll pop off. One yeah. will go... I agree. There's nothing else you can really do. Just keep going yeah. for it. Sometimes you just can't make a stone bleed. Just gotta <laughs> let it let it live. And and the body's coming off them a lot better than than the first few, which is a nice feeling. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, coming. that's the one thing that I think was really um, interesting for me. I don't know how you feel it. The slower ones, you seem your body seems to be worse, whereas the ones that are a little bit quicker and the more you progress through the steeple, steeple, steeple. Um, through the steeple your body seems to be able to handle it a lot better which is like a really good positive from it I think yeah it's probably true I yeah. think it's taking taking the water jump faster yeah is like less impact yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's my hypothesis it makes sense well, yeah it was a great race I yeah. mean, we came through fourth almost yeah. at third place so I was really excited yeah for when you. we saw that result we are like that's huge yeah. like that's only positive still and you still you know maybe it's good that you didn't run 8.15 or 8.14 because now you're still very, very hungry to go out mm. and do that. So I you think have the good fire thing. in you. Yeah, the mm. fire is in the belly. Not that it would just evaporate that quickly, but I think it's still good. And you're just in a great place to so just keep ticking them off, get back into a little bit of training here, and then make the trip back over. Hopefully race yeah, another one before Worlds and just yeah. have a really nice lead into Worlds, which at the end of the day, Worlds is the big one, and that's where you want to turn up and uh, mm-hmm. go for the medal. So you're in. You'll be hungry and hungry. Yeah. In a great position to do that. And yeah, as you said, I think your ranking is going to be... Have you Has your ranking updated? It hasn't, but I think Red said it would be like 15. 
That's pretty fucking good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. So, overall, the Stockholm meet, I would, I think we would all agree, was just slightly watered down because it came two days after mm. like a crazy Lausanne. Mm-hmm. Did I say that's it? Lausanne. Lausanne. Lasagna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy I, lasagna. My, my dad was uh, calling it lasagna. I like that. Yeah. So that's where you get the naming from. That makes a lot of sense. My, my my dad and my mom and my grandfather does a lot of the naming stuff. It's genetic. It's genetic. It's embedded in me. Um, <laughs> but I, I the interesting thing with Stockholm for me um, was the protesting. Yeah. Um, that That's people, crazy, eh? people, I was, I was doing my little Ollie research on the, on the media and stuff. And like, when you look at meets like Lausanne, Oslo, Florence, like there's like Paris, all these crazy events running world records and stuff. Stockholm's still a diamond league, still has like incredible performances. But imagine if that protest, cause like there's not much security at diamond leagues. Like you can just walk on the track. No one's going to You can you protest whatever you want. Yeah. But imagine if somebody was protesting during like face world record attempt Dude, that'd be or so Jakob's sad. two mile. That'd be the saddest thing ever. And they, mm-hmm. and they prevented them from running the world record. Imagine the impact that would have had. Well, they're just singing about that when I that was happening. it was something specific to Stockholm or Sweden. Mm. Like maybe it was like a sponsor of the meet or something that they were. I think it was like some oil thing. Yeah. I, I think it was climate change. Why take it out of yeah. the athletes? Yeah. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, I don't, That's the thing I don't like. It's like, I get it. You should protest. You should have the right to like be against something like that but don't take it out on athletes Dude, especially because like the people in that race warholm as an except is an exception the rest of the people in that race are not like they're trying to make a freaking living out yeah of it. they're not millionaires that are running the 400 meter hose. they're training their ass off they're paying their way there like, they're like getting an opportunity to compete at one of the biggest meets yeah and they get stopped or they get they lose second because a protesters yeah. protesting somebody else in some other world universe that probably doesn't watch track you know yeah i found it like kind of a little bit off the mark hey i'm all for standing up for what you believe in but like stick it to the man but it seemed a little off to do it in that setting Mm. which i mean we're talking about it so i guess that's their whole point but you just if the protesters are watching like we're not like the biggest audience you could go for a bigger audience than the coffee club podcast so a track and field in general it's a huge audience <laughs> i mean it's very niche market. maybe like a football game or something something where you'll actually like mm. more security at those ones though but that also That's makes it that also makes it more exciting mm. Mm. you know the thrill of getting caught it's kind of like a, it's kind of a classic <laughs> it's a classic risk reward like they went for very low risk but also slightly yeah. low reward but i i just i they definitely went low risk when they didn't go and Warhol's lane, lane yeah. you know, they that saw that guy. Interesting. They were like, "Oh, I don't want to get hit by him." That they know nothing about the sport. Yeah, because I think they would have wanted to be in his lane if they knew this guy's. This he, is the guy. Yeah, the impact, he, would on, he would have been so angry. The impact they would have had on him would have been massive. But like, that was the one thing I was thinking about. I don't know if you guys are thinking about it, but if that happened at any of those other um, big diamond leagues and that prevented like a world record or prevented something like that, it would have been pretty crazy that would have hit their mark for sure whereas the soccer one like we are talking about it but it wasn't as big as an impact i was just impressed that all the athletes restrained because i mean they were probably all just so confused because yeah. it's so unheard of for yeah. that to happen on a track meet but i would not have been surprised if a sprinter just like shoulder charges and destroys one of them yeah. like i almost would have expected that to happen so this goes into my q a that i gave to morgan um george i want you to kind of answer it um, if you're a protester, who would you rather get in the way of? Carson Warholm or Fred Curley? <laughs> and they're the both running incredibly quick and you have to get in the way of them and protest Wait, like man, the Kiwi. Are they running? 
Um, their their event, their their discipline. Whoa, because then Fred Kelly's running a one hundred. Are you saying? Yeah, but I still. I mean, <laughs> what I'm saying is that like you have either the option of Fred Kelly running a hundred or two hundred. Yeah. At an incredible speed, but then you also have Carson Warholm hurdling with his fucking foot in the air, about to take your head out. Like, which one are you getting in the way of? Obviously, Carson's gone quick, but not as quick as Fred. But also, Carson's got his foot in your face, so you know. I reckon Fred must have like He's so fifty big. or a hundred pounds so on Warholm, dude. I'm. You get in front of that dude. I don't know if you're surviving. I'd be scared to get in front of Warholm though. I, I I would be very afraid of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think if either of them hit you, there's a really good chance of yeah. brain damage or something worse. Yeah. Say, say we're promoting the podcast and we're holding up a sign. George goes out there, he's, he's like, depending, do you want to get kicked in the head by Carson Warholm or shoulder charged by Fred Curley? Can I turn the question on you? Yeah. Who would you most prefer to be standing in front of? Honestly, I feel like if out Fred... Any af- no, any athlete. Like, what event would you be the least scared of? Uh, honestly, probably the high jump. Well, because if I stand in front of them, they're gonna jump over me. That's a great. That'd be a really nice protest. Yeah, Yeah, you could just go right under the bar. I just stand there. That's just great advertising. I'd stand there. The pole vault. That'd be uh, be a good view too. You know, this is a this is a little tidbit, a little um, one of our many business ideas to what athletics. That's a lot of really good marketing advertising real estate not being taken advantage mm. you got to put some advertising under the high jump bar mm. we just hang a co- we hang a coffee club poster below the bar that'd be epic you so good that'd that would be, be unreal i mean that that would be the least scared i'd be um i thought you were gonna say like jump. women's 5k did you see the size of the lady that won she's probably she was probably like 100 pounds yeah i mean like i wouldn't be scared of that <laughs> Being in front of the women's 5K, but I also think that like you know you can still get a bit of a scratch, a bit of a scruffle. Um, but if I'm not getting hit at all, which I prefer, then the high jump I think would be the best one. That's an incredibly smart answer. Yeah, but um, hey, business, bro. You've really uh, used your brain here. I'm yeah, impressed. I have used my brain. But if I can answer my own question, I'd probably want to be in front of Fred Curley, and you know why? Because I'd be knocked unconscious before I even know what's going on. Whereas with Warhol, I would see the anticipation, the fear, and then I'd get cleave it in the head with a human Mercedes spike that's worth like $300,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great way to die. Yeah. But I, I, thought, I thought I'd drop throw that question at you, George. Just, you know, I, I like your opinions on things oh. like this. I'm choosing Carson. <laughs> yeah. I also am choosing Carson. I mean, they both seem like pretty nice guys. Mm. You know, like they both, they both have kind of mastered the like super intimidating, but still seem like pretty nice guys. So... Yeah. I mean, maybe it depends what you're advertising. I mean, actually, probably no matter what, they're going to be really annoyed at you for being in their way. Yeah. So it's probably not going to end well. But, you know, I think they'll try to hit you, like, kind of nicely. I, ho- I hope Fred doesn't. I hope <laughs> yeah. Fred hits me hard, so I don't remember it. Oh, he wants to feel it. Yeah, I want Fred to, to f- Fred to just knock me just unconscious. Destroy. So, All right. enough hypotheticals. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the Stockholm Diamond League. And yeah. moving on from that, the big uh, news story this week in our lives in all of track and field, the biggest event of the year, USA's. Fourth of July? Oh, USA's. <laughs> <laughs> USA is, uh, the championships is happening this week. And we have many teammates competing. So we're very excited to get watching it. First off, we have to comment on a couple of gripes some gripes that we have no media well i don't even know how to say this correctly no third party media allowed at usa's usatf i think it was usatf put out a <coughs> statement saying that i think it's like anything inside the stadium and warm-up area and warm-up area like you're not even allowed to 
like have someone like take a video of you or picture like your team yeah. like your team is not say you wanted to like make a vlog like or, a race day vlog or post race recap yeah like so there's none of the like citrus mag post race interviews or anything i think if you're credentialed i think if you're credentialed i think there's still a media zone so i think like that still exists but i think all the other stuff is like usatf for saying how do they we, enforce we, that we own that they would just put a copyright strike on any like anything that got posted they would copyright yeah. strike it to get it taken <sighs> down I would like to know how hard it would be to get a credential, like in that media zone. I imagine it's incredibly difficult. I think they're pretty strict. I, uh, is Colin him one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He um, told me that he was going to. He told me he was going to get a super massive lens and be outside this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Uh, like he'll, be like, the, he'll be in that dormitory yeah, um, he's, in, he's in a sniper perch with like the, like the ghillie over him just <laughs> with the camera just the super like the like $500,000 yeah. lens just yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's his point full yeah. paparazzi but I imagine only the uh, like I could see Sidious Citrus Citrus Mag um, probably just all the boring ones yeah <laughs> you know what I mean though like yeah, just it, the people that like we don't really just the same old same old like all the like the fun new stuff because this this is kind of who they're targeting it's like all the fun new like more lower tier people that don't have the money or the means to get the credentials that's who is negatively affected i mean who makes the cool content nice job you see i mean like usatf is really just fixing the sport by making sure that all the people who can't afford it aren't allowed and then it's not on tv this is a premier sport all right we don't want to that. how are we going to watch stuff you got to have a freaking running space account. No, no, it <laughs> is on Peacock. Peacock. The first day, which is when Joe races, which is the 10K, is not on Peacock, but the rest of it is. But it's not live. You have to... There's like some sort of... It it's like playback. Live. It must be live. I think it's like... It might be live. I think it's live stream, but the big thing is it's the first time it's not on live on like national TV. Yeah. That, that's like the big thing, which sucks. I, I did see an article by Jonathan Goldblatter um, about like... <laughs> about <Sorry>. about um <laughs> why this is ha- like this has happened since since, since 2006 um it's been on NBC so that's a long time and they have a commitment apparently with the olympics and everything like that with USA trials or championships or grand prix whatever up to 2024 and I, apparently there there's like a lot of things that they weren't answering about why they're not doing it for NBC. Uh, in general, though, they're pretty much just saying that like golf, women's golf, which is on at the same time, got more viewership than last year's USA's. Um, so they they're giving it to golf, and plus, I think you have to like, I don't know how it works necessarily, but USATF give this like amount of money into getting those spots in NBC and the Grand Prix in New York and LA, they spent a lot of money on those, invested a lot of money and they got really good viewership. But I think with USA's, they just didn't have the resources to do it. So hopefully that doesn't happen for next year. Maybe they'll... Yeah, the Olympic trials will definitely be on. Yeah, imagine if they didn't know. That would be crazy if they didn't have the Olympic trials on NBC. So much bigger. Yeah, I don't really know how it works either. I would imagine that NBC has to buy it from... From USATF. Yeah, Yeah. but I don't really know how it works. Maybe Max Seagull was like, oh... I'm gonna. I want a hundred million dollars, and they're like, no. Fell through. Fell through, and he's like, ah, business. Damn, we'll get him next time. See how it goes. But yeah, it is a shame, especially yeah, because those other meets were on NBC, were they not? The Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. Were they? Yeah, they were. Which is kind of crazy to think Which about. Which is why I think Goldbladder was talking about the allocation of money. Yeah, but so 
yeah really killing it because i remember last year seeing a bunch of stuff about how like people were trying to get credentials like i don't know if joe i'm just gonna throw joe Hale's name in there i don't know if he was a photographer who was this, but i think they were denying like a lot of people like they're pretty strict on their credentials what about new gen new gen um i think they run the place you know yeah. that's their i feel like, feel like that's their hometown if they don't get a credential man honestly like i would up all. i mean maybe they got the the nike connection mm. i don't really know how it works but who knows maybe they maybe they'll be the only media allowed there the question is if we were going would we get a credential definitely yeah yeah we, we have the connections right george we'd probably pay off the right people. probably have an infield like live <laughs> sure. studio we'd have the live studio on the infield we'd have we'd have just we'd have a pod, live podcast just the whole just, <laughs> just on the infield just so the if people time. don't want to watch like a race they can just come and watch it'd be 24 it. it'd be the stream like five days straight we should do commentary we should what do commentary you? at the usa championships and mm-hmm. uh made up all the names and done all the fun things that'd have been a good time Maybe yeah, next year. This would be a good year to get into that. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that live stream and we just make up names for people and then do predictions and then look like we could when we fail. If we find out how to watch it, we could just live stream us watching it. That's what, that's what people would do. Like they, for like other sports where they're not even, like I'm thinking of like Barstool type stuff, they'll have like a live stream, which is literally just like them sitting on the couch. Like the camera is them on the couch. And the idea is that I think you have the sports up on like one TV and then you have their live stream up at the same time. <laughs> and so you're just watching them react to it as enhanced experience. Have you seen the one? Enhanced uh, viewing experience. There was a video I saw of this and it was like they couldn't make any noise. They couldn't like cheer or say anything. I saw that. And they're, they're watching um, soccer and yeah. they score a goal and they all go nuts. And this guy trips over and spills his beer everywhere and everyone's like trying to laugh. Wait, and, was that like a challenge? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was, it was, and it was like their doing, team or something. They were like team, super The team score and they're all getting up. And then they just go like this, and then he just trips over his beer, goes everywhere, and everyone just starts like, like it's really like silent cheering. It's, it's quite entertaining. Funny. It's some, quite entertaining. Some good ideas for yeah. enhanced viewing experiences, but yeah, beyond USATF doing USATF things, we do have some previews for our teammates that are out there competing. And starting off, I don't know if I'll get all the exact days correct for this, so check the schedule. Don't take our word as uh, the law, but. Thursday. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say those first three at all on Thursday. Thursday, yeah, Thursday, 10ks. I think that'll be the last event. Will be the men's and women's mm-hmm. 10k on Thursday, and we have Joe and Alicia going in. And if you've been paying attention the last two years, you know that these two have been turning up at USA's, specifically in the 10k, and crushing it. So and they're both very ready to go. Mm. Do you know what my this favorite storyline is ahead of uh, the 10ks? Is uh, Joe Clicks makes his recent addiction to Red Bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite story. Do, like do you know how that USA's. started? I have the origin story for that if you guys want to. Love to hear it. So, St. Moritz. Yeah, yeah. It was in St. Moritz. So, Joe's very much on the caffeine, like getting intakes of caffeine very, very quickly um, into his Unless blood. <laughs> yeah. So, he, we were going through, you see all these different drinks when you're in a different country, right? So, there's like all these different sparkling waters sodas energy drinks whatever um when you go through this aisle in the coop which is where like we kind of went the grocery store in st marines he'll go in and there's like these flavored caffeine caffeinated red bulls like sports drinks that are cold and he bought like a ginger one and then ever since then he's been primarily addicted to them and so upset that they don't sell them in the u.s but like he's kind of started his red bull addiction from there because now he's just buying red bulls like crazy i don't know if he's actually i don't think he's at the point though where he'll use it for a race i i, nah, I don't, I don't think, so. think he is because he told me that he he told me that 
That's, what, that's pretty much almost funnier. That he's <laughs> yeah. not going to use it for the Just race. training purposes. <laughs> yeah. And he said he doesn't feel it enough from a Red Bull. He says it's too much liquid. You know why? Because he takes like four of the Morton caffeine gels before like he a race or workout. a good espresso shot yeah. or, a, or a caffeinated gel. I guess the caffeine content between a coffee shot, a Morton gel, and the Red Bull, I'm guessing the, ca- the coffee would be probably one of the most, right? I think well, a Red Bull is actually only like 80 milligrams or something. Yeah. It's not insane. I think it's actually logical what he's saying, where you want, if you're really just looking at it in pure form, you want a higher caffeine to liquid ratio, yeah. which is why, in reality, we should just probably be taking caffeine pills so it's more controlled and you can get that big caffeine hit if you're just like pure performance i mean i enjoy drinking a coffee before a race just for like for feels for funsies for feels yeah just like for vibes yeah for real um what if we're all wrong and we just see joe shotgun a red bull (laughs) (laughs) there's a defending champion champion, joel clecker he seems to be shotgunning a red bull (laughs) dude what if joe just turns (laughs) up and he has the we're doing too much shout out for Red Bull right now. Yeah. Like, this is Red Bull's sponsored the logo and he's singing. I'd be so jealous actually. So he jealous. just tapes it on. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be sick. But yeah, but he he's a guy that's notorious for turning up at USA's. I mean, like I Defending champ. I was Defending an emotional champ. wreck uh when the team just started and he made the Olympic team uh for the US and it was so sick for him to see and then he won then you know, the next trial. So this one's gonna be really exciting and he's in the best shape we've ever seen him in. So Who, the big names going up against? Well, Arch Nemesis Woody Kincaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rivalry then, continues. The rivalry continues. Grant Fisher, and I think and Paul Chalima. Paul Sean Magorni. Sean Magorni. Magorni. Connor Mance. Oh, Connor Mance is injured. Yeah, he ran fifteen hundred recently. Ran three thirty seven. So ready to go. Yeah, he's he's looking good. I mean, Abdi's not doing. He's not. Still on the five. Just on the five. The ten k is. Interesting because very top heavy, very top heavy. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see if they just let it go to the tactical race, so they just take it off. And there stuff. was a funny thing in the entries. Some some guy got in with like a literally like a twenty nine really? twenty or something, and barely posted on Twitter like looking forward to USA is like can't wait to be lapped once, maybe twice. <laughs> that was that reminds me a few years ago at the Olympic trials, the same thing happened, and the guy was. Like a notorious stoner. Like that was like his story. Like he just smoked a ton of weed, and he got laughed like two or three times. <laughs> and like they made a new story about it because it was so funny. Like he was a good runner. Yeah, yeah. Just but like, he just yeah. I'm surprised like more like 28, 30 college kids didn't. didn't it's not worth it. In, yeah, it's not worth. Maybe it. like once you know, like you're not, you can't compete with, like Joe Woody and Grant. Like they're so good at that point. Like. Why just destroy your body when yeah. maybe you're trying to get ready for the fall? So I think that'd be kind of the trade-off. Like racing USA's, I think for a lot of people, it would always be an absolute honor. But as a college kid, you might have massive goals coming into going into the next cross season. So you're thinking, got to get ready for that. Got to get ready for mm. that. So, yeah, I think, I mean, Joe has been just, as we already said, amazing form. And his race, like sense or whatever you want to call it, his racing abilities just continues to get better and better. So he's going to be very hard to beat even it's interesting because i think woody is an amazing form and has his kick and he's gonna be very hard to drop because we know that he can run 27 minutes or probably quicker he'd also be dropped and then come back in the race (laughs) he also can still be dropped and still use his kick to devastating uh, effect but then grant is interestingly more than a bit of a question mark just based on the last few months which he probably shouldn't be because he still ran amazing early in the year. Like he mm-hmm. ran a 334, 1500 indoors, which is kind of crazy. 
how good that is. Like he was ahead of Mario in that race. Yeah. So well, at twelve fifty six in Florence, like it's not. That's not terrible. That's still yeah. a very, very I think he was, commendable result. I think he was pretty pissed about that, though. Like, I think he was ready to go to Pike City. And, yeah. Yeah. And was, like, was, was Jerry get, available get for in. comment about that race? Fortunately not. Unfortunately no comment from Jerry? Yeah. All right, we'll move we, on. We tried. We'll move on. The thing is, like, Grant is in such probably an amazing form, and he's going to be, like, probably so ready to go. I think it's mm. just because last year he ran the Tree 26 33 or whatever it was <laughs> like already at this point in the year so then <laughs> do you remember watching that <laughs> so at this point in the year it's just like yeah Grant's gonna like win everything yeah. and then it didn't happen so yeah. who knows so that, that 10k is gonna be super competitive the women's 10k I don't really know as much about yeah Carissa and um, Elise haven't run too much if at all um, <laughs> leading into this race Alicia's raced um, a few times but I don't know about Alicia ran a very very good race or I mean not to her um, what she wanted but she ran a commendable race in Paris and she's a, well she's already the record holder of the 10k yeah this year um, she's the record holder in the indoor 3k so she's like progressed really well and I know Alicia really wants to win because she's had I mean last year she was set on by Carissa and got out kicked and I know like the one thing that she wants to tick off that box is a USA Championship win. So she wants she, to cause pain to her. She wants to cause pain. She wants to put the fear of God into them, as yeah. Riz would say, and put the screws in. Yeah. But in general, I think Alicia's going to be really hard to beat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Carissa and Elisa are very much a question mark, but they've been. I've been seeing a lot of their social media content through Bauman. Not giving me any information on their training, but they seem to be having fun with it. So it's important. That's an important part of it. That's, a, in, that's a really good takeaway. They're, they're in Utah, um, having a great time, taking photos on the track, um, sometimes running, sometimes not running, and <laughs> they do both. <laughs> they do both. You know, and it, I, I'm looking forward to the women's 10k because I think that's one of the things where like a lot of girls can come through. Yeah. Like sometimes you see a girl that comes through and and really uh, shines. I mean. Um, uh, from Brooks, uh, Natalie, um, oh, I can't remember her last name, but she got th- third, I think. Rogers, you mean? Rogers, yeah. Is that her first name? Is it Natalie Rogers? Or is it Rogers Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Natalia. I don't know. Natasha Rogers. Natasha, <laughs> Natasha Rogers. I, I apologize. She, she doesn't run for Brooks anymore. No. No, she's, she's, she's Puma. She, oh, she's, she's Puma now. Puma. She's oh, Puma Lee. Well, congratulations yeah. to Puma. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for getting your name wrong. I'm really bad at that sort of stuff. But Natasha Rogers, she had an incredible um, USA's last year. She made her first US team. I think that's her first. Like on the track, outdoor track. She might have made that I, I think that we should probably just not say anything that like is close to like a fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's just such a good chance it's wrong. Just, just, just a speculation. Like, I think you're gonna incriminate yourself <laughs> if you keep going. Like I think just say uh, like she ran well last she year. She ran well last year, and I feel like there's she hasn't looked as good can be this other, year. I will say that. Yeah, there can be other stories like hers where girls come through and, and have yeah. a, a great race. That's what I wanted to say <laughs> before I destroyed my reputation that was already down here that's why that's why we try to keep our reputations really low because then it can't like in terms of like track mm, knowledge yeah. factual because then it can only go like a little bit lower you yeah know, sometimes it gets built up a it, little it's bit, rock bottom now it's down so it's rock bottom, now. rock bottom but uh, i apologize <laughs> so uh, but yeah i'm excited for the women's 10k as well i think alicia's gonna crush it i think maybe now we should like weirdly take a jump forwards just to the end because those two are both potential doubles as well in the 5k and it's hard to say like much because we don't know if they're going to be doubling back i'm pretty certain joe is i'm not sure about alicia mm. but then i would just say like the 5k is gonna be very very exciting on both sides because it's just everyone in the team plus yeah plus the 5K more. Runners. Like it's more it's more definitely a little bit more depth in the 5ks and then the other big one is well 
Okay, does everyone know in the world like what's racing? We're not spoiling. Like everyone knows Josette's racing, just the five k, right? Yeah, it was on. Citrus. How dare you? Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't you, know, man. Got, we're gonna get us in trouble. I don't know if, if it's a if, secret or not. I don't know if it's we got, a we got to keep it on the DL. It, no, was, it was big news on Citrus. Okay, so everyone knows that. So yeah. Josette joining the uh, the crew, and she's just doing the five k. So she's gonna be should be fresh for that. She hasn't made a team yet, and I would. She has made a team. Which, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 indoors, 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 yeah. yeah. But I would put very good money that this is her chance to just destroy USA Outdoors. Mm. So I think that's going to be very exciting. And the men's, I'm hoping that it's kind of a bit of scenario where Joe like crushes the 10K and then the 5K just gives no fucks and he just does <laughs> something crazy, you know? I would love to see it. Just tries yeah. to run sub 13 just for shit. <laughs> just gives no fucks. But yeah. the men's 5K especially is going to be crazy because yeah. you put in Abdi who's like mm-hmm. amazing yeah. form and yeah. then, yeah, you bring back everyone and then you also Cooper. bring Cooper. Put in Beetlejuice. He's been running Beetlejuice, well. yeah, yeah. He's been running very well. Very well. 30 know something. Yeah, so those 5Ks are going to be absolutely amazing to watch as they were last year, as they are most of the time. And also, is Porch Limo also? He is doubling too. Doubling. He's been running. He's quite, did he run 13 or 2 or some shit? 13 or 4. I think, yeah. So that's going to be so good. Mm. But then taking a little step back, we have our mid-distance crew, which consists of Yared and Sage, who they're... I think both of them are like... Wait... And both of their heats on Thursday, and then mm-hmm. maybe Sage has semis on Friday, and then a day off Saturday, I think, and final Sunday, and then Yard, I think, just is Yard just Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday. So we don't need to preview Yard because we spent quite a lot of time on it last week. All I'm going to say is he's going to win. That's all I'm going to say. Yard, he's going to win. win. We're putting all our all the money that we've made for Coffee so far. We're going <laughs> to put it on Yard, which I think would be would that be illegal if we did that? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Better really? than teammate. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think you're allowed to do that. I'm pretty sure I've done my education courses with um, SIA anti-fixing sports. Anti- <laughs> yeah, there's like sports fixing, which is like deliberately. So that was a joke. Like we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're joking. Yard isn't actually run for the US yet. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, so, yeah. He warmed he, up in US gear. Yeah. He, he. I saw him doing strides at the track in Tokyo. So yeah. it's it's gonna be good to see him. He, yeah, get that, despite get that, that done. despite that, I think he feels no pressure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he knows what that is. <laughs> he's, he's one of the guys where you just like he's cool as a cucumber, just walking through, having a good time. And I, I if I was an American athlete going against Yard and seeing how relaxed he is, I'd be shitting myself. So I'm excited to see him go and tear it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, a good celebration. I'm, I'm hoping for a good celebration. I think that's a uh, finger guns. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or just that. Season no, I want to do the the. I want to do the MJ. Okay, this is okay. <laughs> this is this is the question. This is like what we imagine can. if you just did the LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes real out of pocket yeah, with it, like completely no, out this of pocket. Got this. Yeah. <laughs> just just reached up to God. If Garrett did that, I'd actually piss myself, bro. <laughs> this is uh, my question to you guys. This is what we could maybe put money on. Do you think he, if he wins? Don't want to put any curse on him. If he wins, would he throw finger guns first or peace sign? Because I think he would do both. <laughs> but you don't know which one before the other. I don't know which order. Though. I really hope he does peace and then finger guns because it's just be really counterintuitive to go. Yeah. I, I, want him, I told him on uh, multiple runs to do the MJ because I just yeah. love the idea of people being like, oh, my, I was surprised he won. And then he's just gone. 
But <laughs> yeah, I, I really love that. What's the MJ like the surprise? The MJ is like, oh yeah, like that. And I and I like that one for Yara because it's like you know. He's... See, he'll probably do that as well. I think he'll probably do all three. Yeah, <laughs> like he'll probably cross the line, MJ. I think he'll probably go. I think his instinct, like I don't think it's planned at all. I think his instinct is just finger guns. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when he wins a race, I think it's like it's not even like a thought. Yeah. Like or like when the camera goes to him, finger guns. I think it's just and, and then he poses for a photo and that's when he puts up the peace sign. Okay, this is my question for you guys. Do you reckon he's gonna? do the repeat of the Spanish race that he did where he didn't come out for like 10 yeah. minutes and Ritz is wondering where he was and he's just like looking around and I hope they do that's when he came out and did the peace yeah he's like I'm here don't worry yeah. Yeah, uh, God. I, so, I love that we weren't going to preview it now we're just talking about we're previewing the post race the post race celebrations the hopeful post race celebrations yeah. hopeful hopeful no, no curse but, but um, Sage we'll... in the 800 yeah that's going to be that's see. probably the one of the toughest uh, teams to make I would say I think everyone would agree that the i mean everyone knows the women's the u.s women's 800 if in the past i don't know how many years like three four years like if you're on that team you can medal at worlds it's like not even a question so it's been so competitive and this year things they have the extra spot they do have the extra spot and then also take four i think things are looking well sage just continues to improve and continues to look really good and then also i would say well so i think mo isn't racing which is really weird. She's running the 1500. Yeah. Which so is a really interesting thing. She has not run a 1500 this season. Yeah. I think she ran a mile indoors at time. A&M. Did she? Oh, really? And then she tried to run a mile at Milrose, but DNF'd. Wasn't that a year That ago? was last year, I think. Yeah. So I said a year, right? Did you? Well, I thought you were talking about this year. No, this season. No, oh, I said I... this season she hasn't run 1500. No. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. I think I said that. I, I'm forgetting a, thing, a lot of things what I say. Anyway. Um, she ran a 1500 which I think is an interesting move um, her coach believes that she can win worlds in the 1500 meters as well as the 800 so. did he say that for this year or like in the future I mean if he's saying it for this year it's, this year is the future like technically it would be in the future that she'd win it so do you know what I mean so in general she's saying that she's going to run the world record and be, beat Faith Kibiagon that's what Bobby's saying nice. um, so I'm excited to see that but um her not running the 800 is going to be interesting to see how the tactics play in. That, that's pretty common though. Like Fred's not running the 100. Michael Norman's not running the 400. Noah Lyles is not running the 200. Like no one who is world champ is really running their event. Is it, is it because they don't want to get beaten or is it because they want to kind of yeah. let the field do their thing? You just don't have to. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's probably a lot of pressure to do your top event and mm. they maybe want to save up that, all their juice for the worlds. Hey, I would, I would and if you it. want a double, you may as well yeah it makes sense trying to make you the try team focus on the other one spread your spread your spread your wings mm. Mm. well yeah I, that, that's I think Ryan Krause is entered in the steeplechase Krause in the steeple imagine that man doing a water pit jump <laughs> be unreal um, anyway my point was with the 800 without a thing Mo how the tactics would play out in that race because she she's a fr- she gets the front and then she just goes you know so now they don't have that happening in the races i wonder who's going to try and take control and how the tactics will play out and i think like sage has raced really well she raced really well in new york i thought she positioned herself well and like positioning is everything in those 800s man because there's like those girls are so talented and you can't really make many mistakes in that short amount of time but mm-hmm. it's probably going to be one of my favorite events to watch is the women's 800 yeah i think rj is probably going in as the favorite even though she had a not she had kind of a poor race in her last one but still she's already run so amazing and earlier in the season in Paris. So I'd say she's the favorite and she's raced. She, I don't know how many, she probably won all the U S titles before I think Mo came along. She probably won so many, mm. but 
I think the kind of the interesting thing is that Raven Rogers hasn't looked as good, mm. and she's kind of the the trio last year, like that was them for the last couple of years. And then, but there's a bunch of other girls who are looking really good as well, like sub two girls. So you can't count any of them out. But I think we'll be rooting for. I think there's a Sage's chance to really just make that team. And, and yeah, once you make that team, I think anything can happen at Worlds. But just the way the Sage has been racing, uh, I think we'll be all feeling that she has a very good shot mm. at making the team and even winning. Like, if she won, like, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked either. I think she's she's only, like, reaching her potential in the 800 now, like, learning. Mm-hmm. And I, the one thing that's really great about that event is you can run so many of them and just learn so much and progress mm-hmm. through it, so... Yeah, I'm pretty jealous of how many 800s you yeah. can run. Even I feel yeah. that way about the 1500 as well. Yeah. If you're comparing it to the 5K, you can yeah. just race so mm-hmm. many. It was a great thing from Mario, like, where he said that every, like... He just gets better every time he races through the season. Like, every time he races through. And, like, for some athletes, that not, might not be the case. Maybe you only race a limited amount of times because you know that you only hit your maximum potential. But the way that those middle-distance races are is, like, you can just go back to back to back to back. And you can take away a lot from each race. And it just helps you grow as an athlete. And... That's what Sage has done. So really excited for her. It'd be great to see the um, Herda Klecker clan both going to world. So fingers crossed for that. That'd be sick. Power couple. Power couple. So anything else from our USA preview? Did we miss anything? I, I, I'm not going to talk anymore. I think I need a, need to have a break. So. George, did we miss George. anything? I mean, that's our team. Not much to add. OAC, beach, get out there and cheer Actually, for them. I do want to add, what is an event that you guys are really looking forward to watching that doesn't have our teammates competing in it? Mm. Great question, Ollie. Maybe I should say the steeple, just because. Mm. The steeple is super. It's interesting because as well, yeah. the only person with the standard is Hillary, who's not running, and I'm actually I'm pretty sad Evan is not running. I yeah. think everyone probably like in the yeah. sport is sad when Evan's not running. There's a stat apparently that Hillary and Evan have have combined ten U.S. championships. Yeah, between them. Well, I think I think Evan won seven in a row, and then Hillary has won the last three. Three. So there's gonna be a new US champ for the first time since like. A little trivia for you guys: Who was the yeah. last person to win that wasn't those two? We know him. Billy Nelson. Billy Nelson. Seriously. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. So I mean, th- that's one of the events I'm very excited to watch. We yeah. No, no one has the standard. Yeah. But most of them have the ranking so so it could go either way it could go really just tactical to try and get the win or it could just go everyone's just going to try and go to get the standard in the final oh, Duncan Hamilton's in it so it's probably not going to be tactical he's going to go for it <laughs> he's going to go for I it I think the, you probably will have to run the standard to win really? I wouldn't be surprised yeah I wouldn't be surprised but I really George should just go and run the US Championship yeah, just, just get into it you know get stuck in hopefully maybe Evan will get healthy by the end of the season and be in a couple of dime leagues or something yeah I'd love to be in a steal with him It'd be good if he can come back for the Olympics next year. Yeah. That's probably what he's thinking, I imagine. Mm, like, not racing USA's this year. You should get a selfie with him when you're in the, in the call room. It's like, hey, man, I just got to get this in my wall. <laughs> but, we'll do. Uh, my answer would probably be the men's 200 or the hurdles. Arian Knighton's running really well at the moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really he know. Like, all the and then years. we have a coffee club TC athlete in the 100 hurdles yeah. as well. So. I really want, because Devin's been like, he hasn't been quiet this year, but he hasn't been as good. As, like, I mean, last year he came in the championships after breaking 13, mm. I think it was, in the New York meet. So it's a little bit different. But uh, those two sprint events, I will be very excited to watch. So, yeah, that's our USA preview. Yeah. 
Wait, what was your answer? My answer was a steeple as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking forward. I mean, those events too you mentioned. I mean, the whole USA is like really exciting. It's my favorite track meet to watch. Yeah, all those finals, they're like so good. Mm. So that's USA's. Cheer out, cheer for the OAC. We're not going to be there this year, but. OAC, one, two, three. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've covered a lot today, but one big race that happened in the last week, which wasn't a Diamond League, was the BMIL. World Classic is its name. I don't think I don't really know how it works in that sport. Does that mean it's not like the World Championships? Yeah, I think the World Championships is something separate. I'm not sure. World Classic is a good name. It's, it's it's like Nike NXN Nationals That's right, yeah. and Foot Locker Nationals. There's like two. There's two worlds. Is it like miles, that though? But <laughs> exactly. And it was run by you know like the BMR media guys who have like their podcasts and stuff. I think they were like I just got to give credit to like the team that was running it because it was so well. Like the live production. Stream, such good production. The commentators, I can't remember the other one's name, but one of them was Will Lear. And it was just like, <laughs> and, and the, the, the man who was doing the post-race interviews was like dressed as like a, like a circus, like, um, I don't know what they're called. Like the person who like runs the show at a circus, essentially. Like, the, like the, the whole thing. I did see a photo thing. of that guy. So That's not the word, but yeah. Everything about it was just like so well done. <laughs> and so it was cool. They had like, yeah, the great live stream of it with the drone shots and everything. And a couple of, we have two main storylines to take from this one. First, Kev, it was a race for uh, coaching Kev in the Clydesdale section, which is, for those who don't know, it's a weight division. I'm not sure what weight you have to be above. Do you remember? I don't know. Is like 180 or something? Either you have to be above. That's <laughs> so funny. And <laughs> watching it was, so, so I think if we were going to have one coaching takeaway is that we had to force Kevin to drink more beers going into it <laughs> yeah. because the way it would happen every time is he would be a little bit slower on the beer drinking and then he would catch them on the running. So he, like after three laps, it was just great like tension building because it would happen every time. Like the first three beers and three laps, he would just be catching them and he would pretty, he would, I think he was leading going into the last beer. And then it was so sad because um, the guy who ended up winning, who I think he's a listener of the pod, so shout out to him. I can't remember your name, sorry. He just ran away with it on the end. And what was really sad is like the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, where's Kev on the screen? Like, where, where is he? Like, and then he just never showed up. And then he just like was so far back. And then I messaged him later and you couldn't see it on the stream, but he threw up. So then he had to run, had the, to penalty, run the penalty lap. Penalty lap and then he was no. just, he, he ended up quite far back. But he was in the, he was in the hunt the whole way up to that point. Hey, he so went for the win. That's all we care about. Yeah, that's... Coffee Club TC, we care about going for the win. And that's what, that's what Kev tried to do. So, yeah, shout out to Kev as well. We're, we're still proud of you, man. You 100%. Did, had, did, probably did better than we would do. I, I don't know how we would go. <laughs> <laughs> I could not put down those beers. But uh, the other big storyline from that, which was just funny, was sh- the return of Shelburito. Shelby breaking the women's world record. Believe it or not, the BMR doesn't use the same stringent drug testing <laughs> that the rest of our sport does no yeah it's, it's uh, a shocker it's a shocker big shocker um, what's that of a nike contract winning yeah what's the world it's probably a fat bonus world record <laughs> should be a fat bonus um couple the, hundred grand maybe yeah. <laughs> the only thing i really want to say about this is do you guys think her running that against the world record is good for the sport or not good for the sport i don't think it's good for the sport personally pretty neutral because i didn't even know it happened honestly i like weirdly think it's good just because it's like a funny storyline I guess I guess if you the way you um, portray it can vary. Like what'd she run? Like pretty good, like six minutes, I think. 
maybe under six. I mean, yeah, the way you can portray it is either way. It's like a funny storyline that's probably like a good thing for the sport to get people excited. But I just think it's a bad thing where it's like a drug cheats like doing that back in world record and getting. It's just weird that yeah, someone she, like what she did. That's currently bad. Still kind of lingering, you know. Well, I don't know. I you know my whole idea. I want her to embrace embrace everything and like or open up a burrito, up, yeah the burrito stand food truck yeah so i think she's just gonna lean into more i don't know i mean i've obviously have she should host a burrito mile yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the burrito the burrito every lap yeah was, I don't dude, know. Was, was uh was jerry there probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> think about but like think just, i don't know the reason i guess i respect it in like a weird way it's like think about how many how much balls you have to have to like turn up. Oh, I I, I like bad. I don't like think she gives back. a shit to be honest. Like that's crazy. I would. Yeah, I wonder what people like at the meet think of her being in the race. Yeah, like she's got to know yeah. like a lot of people are yeah. just gonna be hating, hating on her. Yeah, hating. I mean, I don't think she gives a shit. I mean, there's been a few. She ran a fun run a while back. I remember Did seeing, she? and she won that. and She got money for it. But it wasn't under the same restrictions. Like, I don't know how, whatever the restrictions are. But she's done this before and she obviously doesn't care. I mean, she believes that she's, she is a clean athlete. I'm pretty happy for her to be doing that kind of shit. Like, yeah. if you're going to be doing something. I would prefer her to be happy doing that rather than just like depressed. Yeah. Mm. You know, just doing nothing. But this is the thing that's going to... I wonder if Zane Robertson will take this. Yeah. <laughs> is she going to, is she going to like after a year though, she'll be... Uh, ready to, like she can she can't compete at Paris, but she can compete. It's twenty twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. So it's still, still a while. She could still, come a while. Back. still quite a while. So that's a lot of more beer miles she has to do before she can actually. That one record is gonna be pretty quick. By the time yeah. she, <laughs> she runs. She runs like a four twenty. <laughs> She's just able to score. Then after that, every race she races, she just can't race without scoring a beer halfway mm-hmm. every lap. You know. Yeah. So that was the beer mile world of classic. Shout out to those guys for. Putting on a cool fun event, I think it's probably pretty difficult to do. I don't know how much they had a bunch of sponsors and stuff. I don't know how much funding they get. Why didn't we sponsor them? We should have, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any money, so that's. <laughs> I mean, we do now. Thank you, Camelback. <laughs> All that money will be going directly sure, to beer miles. Sure, ca- yeah, Camelback will be excited that we're putting it back into the community. We really we should find something to sponsor. Reinvesting. That'd be so fun. We should. I want to do the high jump thing that you guys mentioned. Now, just put a, put a copy club banner just under the high jump, just right there. That'd be perfect. So, I think that's kind of it for today. Is there anything else that we didn't cover? No, I think we covered everything. Pretty the good. other thing we didn't do is uh, July. It's July fourth today when we're recording this. Um, my personal opinion: July fourth, extremely overrated. I don't think I've ever really bought into the July fourth. I think Thanksgiving is my favorite American holiday. All like uh, political stuff aside, because I don't just really, the food and the company. I just and mean the like football the vibes. And, yeah, yeah, the vibes. The vibes. The vibes. The candles. The pumpkin candles. The pumpkin candles. Yeah, I mean Fourth of July for me just seems like everyone this is a reason for everyone gets really drunk and then a lot of fireworks and be very loud so like most holidays yeah good for them thanksgiving Um, just seems a lot more wholesome to me i I like the idea of thanksgiving that everyone like makes food for each other i like that concept Mm -hmm. personally so i agree with you on that george i had a hot dog last night at rosita that's my uh contribution but that was july 3rd that's not that's not on july 4th it was on the menu because it was july 4th eve okay july 4th eve Eve maybe i'll have another hot dog today yeah so happy july 4th to those who celebrate Mm. but i think that's it from us today just uh we'll mention one more time coffee club all caps no space to purchase camelback for 20 percent off 
we're going to be buying that stuff as well using their code uh so check it out but i think that's it from us today for episode 93 signing out thank you very much everyone for listening we'll see you all next week Thank you.